36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Coach Goins, and welcome to another Fast Break episode of Basketball More Than the Game, the hottest podcast this side of heaven. So listen, you know, we're so excited about the avenues that we're going to be rolling down tonight, but you know what? We're not going to quite let the cat out of the bag because we got to make sure that we're paying the bills to stay on the air. So first things first, we want to make sure we thank our title sponsor, and that's none other than Mr. Curtis Jackson, the independent insurance agent uh, in North Carolina and also serving Southern uh, Virginia. So for your insurance needs, please reach out to Curtis at area code 919-614-5796 and let him know that you heard about what he's doing to this for the citizens of North Carolina, as well as the Commonwealth of Virginia uh, uh, during uh, his insurance business. So thank him, him and his staff. And again, area code 919 614 Four five seven nine six, and just tell Curtis thank you so much for what he does, and thank him so much for his continued support of basketball more in the game. And you can also check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iTunes, as well as Facebook Lionfish Entertainment out of the, the uh, Los Angeles, California. Also, the Purpose League, both of those sites are uh, hosted by my good friend, Mr. Ralph Sampson. And you can also check us out at coachgoins.podbean.com. But listen, well, you know, now that we've got all those preliminary things out of the way, we're going to kind of let the cat out of the bag and kind of tell you who we've got on the uh, podcast tonight. And that's none other than Sergeant First Class out of uh, the great state of, of uh, Virginia, a uh, station. Uh, in Norfolk, and it was just so, so happy to have on none other than one of my former players, Mr. Andrew Shepard. Andrew, welcome to Basketball More in the Game. How you doing, Coach? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's more than a pleasure. So listen, folks, you know, say, you know what, as a coach, and then we're going to kind of challenge you coaches out there, you know, don't, you know, don't ever underestimate the power or the influence that you have in somebody's life. And again, as a, as a coach, and, and now that I've got one of my former players on, and we've had multiple guys on the show over the last year that we've been doing this. But you know, as as we continue to saturate the United States, and we're continuing to grow, we're in 50 states, and we're in 20 foreign countries with the podcast, and we continue to, to thank you for all of the emails and the texts and and all the questions that you have on. But Andrew, you know what? We we're not going to be talking about basketball more in the game tonight. We're going to be talking about you what you're doing, how you're achieving everything that you're achieving. So, you know, the first part of the podcast, we always call the fast break. And what we want to do, we really want to get into, you know, so our listeners and and all of our subscribers know who Andrew is. So at this point, I'm going to go ahead and and, and drop it over on, uh, put the ball in your hands and let you kind of run this offense for the night. So if you don't mind, just, you know, give us a little bit about who you are, your background, and, and we'll go from there. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, again, I'm Andrew Shepard. I'm from Bass, North Carolina, a union, uh, graduate of Union Pines High School, class of 99. Um, I, sh- I enlisted in the Army shortly after, and I've been in for 19 years and six months now. So I- I'm um, finishing my Army career. I'm stationed here here in Virginia at Fort Eustis. And and um, other than being a soldier, I'm a volunteer teacher at Woodside High School, and, and I'm a mentor of youth here in the Hampton Roads area of, um, of Virginia. I published two two novels. You know, one, The Lamb of Jackson Hamlet, a story based based in North Carolina about a man trying to save his marriage during the civil rights era while while his community is being torn apart by racially by racial injustice, you know, it focusing on salvaging what means the most to him. 
and it was a, a real pleasure writing that story, especially, you know, being able to, um, you know, to document some of the stories I've heard as a child, you know, with some of the locations you know, yes, that I, I visit even now. Wow. Wow. That's, you know, and, and that, here's the thing, folks, and just, you know, what a humble beginning, you know, a young man is, has, has worked hard and, you know, and, and just always, always just had that edge about him. And I, and I and think about it, he's, he's been, in the, been in the military almost 20 years. So when we hooked up a couple of weeks ago and after I saw that, you know, he was, you know, again, you know, on, on the grind, you know, trying to make a difference in people's lives. I just had to reach out and be able to say, you know what, there's no way I can continue to do what I do. Uh, without giving him an opportunity or a platform, if you will, to be able to jump on the airways and really talk about this. So uh, in that, um, it get, here's the thing. What I really, really I want to uh, challenge all of you young guys, uh, as I was reading a little ep, uh, a little clip from, from the book, and we'll talk about that, and, and that's what we're going to be really diving into, is – just your ability as an individual, what what really motivated, where did you, I'm going to say the light at the end of the tunnel. As you started, you know, you've been in the military, you know, I'm going to say 20 years because I just want to stay on the whole numbers, you know, 19 years and six months. But when did you realize that, you know, you had that craft to be able to put pen to the paper? Well, Coach, um, as you know, I spent 10 years off and on on the Army boxing team. And um, when we wasn't competing athletically, we visited a lot of towns, a lot of cities, and talked to the youth, you know, about various opportunities um, in life and and in the military in general. And some places I went to, I noticed that that the you know the optimism for education wasn't where it needs to be, you know. And and a lot of kids, you ask them what they want to do, where where they're going, and most of them don't talk about life outside of home. Or, or off the corner. So um, during that time, I was completing my bachelor's degree and, and I had to write a short story. So um, I wrote one, you know, based off of off of some of those experiences and those conversations, you know, with our youth. And it, it flowed well and I, I enjoyed it. And, and being able to share some of those stories with, with future kids that I talked to in school, you know, was encouraging to them and, and to me. So it, it really... Um, it became natural, you know, that, that I, I wanted to write and I wanted to write in an influential way. You know, and that's what's so powerful. And so for all you, uh, you young guys out there listening to, uh, you know, here, here's a man, first of all, thank you so much for your uh, support and your service for the uh, United States, you know, through, uh, through your 19 years, uh, and six months in the, uh, in the military. But most importantly, the thing that I really wanted to capture is just, you know, your willingness and, and through the life experiences to be able to put pen into paper and just talk about, you know, the individual responsibilities. I think a lot of times, you know, where people go wrong is, you know, they, they want to really latch on or, or and in today's society, we want to play the blame game, you know, to be able to say, you know, oh, coach, I couldn't get this done because, or I couldn't get over here because, you know, instead of stopping and realizing, you know, a lot of this, you know, we've got to own it. You know, we've got to be able to stop and say, you know, I, I can, I, I, yeah, I can lace up my shoes. I know how to tie my, uh, know how to tie a knot. I know to make sure I can keep my shoes on. But in that, we really want to start blaming everybody. Can you, can you kind of, you know, elaborate on that as, as it relates, as it relates to what you've gone through in your career? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. You know, Coach. Um, you know, I love being an American soldier. You know, I believe that America is the greatest country um, on earth. And and saying that. 
I've been to about 20 different countries and seeing some people, whether in Kuwait, whether in India or in, in various parts of Europe, you know, do make the most out of nothing. You know, seeing seeing young people living in, in huts, you know, but he look in their eyes, it's full of optimism because they they hustle. You know, they um, if they're even wearing shoes, they lace up their you know their boots and uh, they go out there and and support their families in the, the best way they can. And so I think about myself, you know, growing up in vast, and and I was one of those kids, you know, who thought about stuff that I wish I had, stuff that I didn't have, but um, what I, I didn't realize then, and what I'm so happy for now is that you know I, I had a free education, I had public schools, you know, I had teachers who um you know who not only you know, put a basketball in my hand, but put a book in my hand also, you, you know, so, you know, and, and knowing that it is only right for me to, to emphasize, you know, the importance of taking advantage of every opportunity. And when you think about things you don't have, you know, consider what you do have, because we all have just a little more than what we need to, to be successful. Wow. You know what, folks, you've heard it right here on Basketball More in the Game. We have Sergeant First Class and also author. And the latest and greatest book that he has put the pen to is called Mirrors. Okay. And here's the thing that I love about this book. And again, I've already ordered mine and hopefully this thing will be in because actually I fly out. Uh, I'll be in Haiti for a week and I leave out uh, Thursday, uh, Thursday morning. So hopefully my book will be here. So when I'm in, when I'm on the, uh, on the island, I will definitely be able to, to lock myself and take care of business in that room. But listen what the tagline says here. It says, voices from the past can influence the future. Voices from the past can influence the future. So as we take a look at this from a coaching aspect and as well as from a player's aspect or even a parent's aspect, you know, think about what Andrew just framed out. He framed that, you know, sometimes, you know, we have we sometimes we have a little more than what we really need. And then we've got to be able to leverage that and be able to, you know, take a hard stance and be able to to look and say, am I doing all that I can do? Can I? Is there anything that I can actually, you know, go out and give back and, and make sure? And here's one of the things I want to call out. I know uh, and don't really want to let the cat out of the bag, but I'll tell you what, we'll, I'm going to kind of hold back on that and kind of let you set this platform up, Andrew. So tonight, I know you had an event and I know we are, are recording everything down tonight and this will be airing tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow morning for our, our weekly show. But in that, tonight, you were at an event. Can you kind of share where, where you were tonight and what you were doing? Yes, sir. Yes. Um, I had had the great opportunity to um, speak about my book at a domestic violence um, awareness event in, in Norfolk, Virginia. And, and it was it was awesome. I mean, we, we were so many women there um, speaking their truths, talking about, you know, what, what they survived from, you know, talk about what they overcame. And even more than that, there was a lot of young men there, you know, and, and I had the opportunity to impart in some of those, those young men, you know, the, the importance of manhood, you know, and then the stories they were hearing, you know, wasn't just, you know, for entertainment, obviously, you know, it, it was to let them know the responsibility that they have as young men and, and the outcome of, of such decisions. You know, and that's what, and that's what, you know what, cause when we, we, we're all faced with that every single day. We're we're faced with decisions, and and again, you players. When I'm going to challenge you, it you know get you know get that coach. It may not be your basketball coach. It could be a coach of any sport. But you know, find that adult that you can rely on, that you can lean on, and really, really, you know, deep, you know, find that cutting edge and be able to have somebody that you can sit down and have that hardcore you know, conversation with and say, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. How can I continue to move forward? What do I need to do 
uh, when I'm faced in, uh, with, with a crossroad. So in that, you said that you've been to, you know, over 20 foreign countries. Can you just kind of elaborate some of the, some of the duty stations that you've been? Oh, yes, sir. Yes. Um, I was stationed in Germany for, for almost three years. And, um, while, while being there, you know, it's, you can almost drive to about six different countries while you're in Germany. And, um, and I flew to a few while I was there. And during my time on the Army boxing team, we, um, we, we traveled quite a bit within the continental U.S. and, and, and abroad. Yeah, I boxed in, in um, Azerbaijan, near, near the, the Soviet Union. I boxed in India. I boxed in Germany. And um, I, I've been deployed um, a couple of times to Kuwait, Iraq, and Bahrain. You know, I spent some time in, in Turkey and in uh, Camp Doha. You know, so um, you know, the military really, really has has given me a, a broad um, understanding of the world, and you know, and with that, you know, it, it gave me motivation to write because, you know, a, a lot of times the people who I've I've ran into here, the young people that I, I teach at the high school, or the ones that I have mentored at places like the juvenile detention center, you know, a lot of them have never left, you know, their their, their area code, you know, their their zip code. And and all all they see the, the I guess they're the best they can view themselves as being are, are the people you know tangible who's right there. Because a lot of time, unfortunately, when people become successful, they move away. So a lot of the young people don't have anybody tangible to say, "Hey, I want to be like him." And with with our culture, you know, and I was the same growing up. You know, you um you never look at you know the the the, the heroes that's present. You know the the coaches, the teachers, the, the pharmacists, the nurse. You know, I mean the 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 manager at the neighborhood store. We don't really look at them, you know, as role models the, the way we should. We look at you know the, the ones who who are who are not there. The the basketball players, the the actors and rappers and everything. So, you know, it it, it really made me want want to emphasize, you know, those, those tangible resources, you know, that we have and in the military, you know, and, and um, you know, having seen what I've seen, you know, it, it made it my responsibility to do so. You know what, now what, what, uh, you know, I, I, you, you know, as el- eloquently put, uh, my good friend, and here's the thing, folks, think about it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot there, Andrew. So think about 20, let's go, let's, let's go back 25 years ago. Do you do you see yourself boxing all over the world? No. Do, no. do, do you see yourself traveling to twenty different countries? No, I um, you know, back then, coach, um, my I couldn't see myself doing. Wow, you know, it's and it's sad, but but true. You know, my my view of the world was was so far fetched. You know, the, the opportunities that that um I've, I've had. I didn't see them. You know, playing basketball at Vast Park was heaven to me. Right. <laughs> I, I had um, no problem at 14, 15, no problem, you know, going down as a park legend. And, and you know, because it, uh, I didn't know too many people that, that, I, that I could say that I knew was doing too much more. Right. You know, that, that, um, and one, one thing I noticed, you just, what comes to mind while we're here talking now is is that you know kids don't know how much they got in common with successful people. I mean, you know, we we think that that um there's some some special gift or there's just some unattainable 
thing that somebody did to become successful when it's a path that's been paved a long time ago. You know, who we just, just got to follow it. You know, and a lot of our influences, you know, suggest otherwise. Wow. You know? And I, I knew then, you know, if I would just compete academically, you know, the way I competed athletically, I could get there. But my influences, you know, had me doing other things, whether it was girls and just partying and thinking that basketball, you know, was fun. But, yeah, so um, everything I needed was there 25 years ago. It's just I didn't see enough people following that path. And so I wasn't I wasn't very confident in it. Wow. You know what? And, that, and that's so true. That is true. And again, here, here's the call out, right, is we've all been there. You know, we, we get out. We live our life. We have coaches. We have people. And he, he just th- think about what he just said, folks, from everywhere from the uh, store manager to the pharmacist. You know, they're successful people. You know, your coaches, your teachers. But, you know, we get called up what we see on the screen, on the big screen, you know, dribbling the ball, running the ball. And we think everybody um, we think every, you know, we all grow up thinking that you know, I'm going to play in the NFL. I'm going to be in the NBA just because of because of the glamour. And a lot of times, you know, we don't stop and smell the roses, if you would, uh, and really tap into the people that we have around us. But what Mr. Andrew uh, Shepard is doing now, he, he, he stopped. Uh, when I say he stopped, meaning he's taking time out of his busy schedule. He's taking everything that he's learned from the days and vast of being out in that, being that park legend. He's traveled the world. He's defended our country with honor. He's boxed around the world representing the United States. And now he's taking time out as a volunteer teacher. He's doing uh, social events, uh, spreading the word in in reference to his, again, the latest book that is out. It is called Mirrors. And in that, I just want to highlight here, it says complete 45 days of encouraging encouragement and influence daily readings. Mirrors engages self-identity of a young African uh, males. So that's the thing. So I'm going to call, you know, you young African males uh, out uh, as well as the other young men that may listen to the podcast, but especially to our young brothers that are out there is find that, find that person, find you an Andrew Shepard. If you don't know who he is, we're going to talk about where he can, you know, where you can go ahead, get on here and, and find his book and, and read his book. But when you look at, when you pick this book up to me, I don't have it yet, but it's on the way. But in that, it's so powerful because as this young man standing outside and looks in the mirrors and there's such powerful, influential people that are in the mirror and then he sees himself standing in the mirror. Now, let's talk about that, if you don't mind. How did how did you come about? How did you how, who influenced and how did you come about with such beautiful artwork for the front of this book? Coach, well, you know, I, um, I wanted to to show you know, the kind of in a nutshell, what the story was going to be about, you know, about a young man by the name of Terrell Hayes, who um, he's just a, a regular kid, you know, a, a regular teenager who um, was going, was found himself going down the wrong path um, following, you know, the influences of, of him today. I mean, whether it's, it's um, certain forms of rap music or something he see on TV or the neighborhood guys around him just following that influence. And then suddenly um, he started to, see visions and hear voices of um, African-American leaders from the past. And they started to, to guide him down a better way. And, and I, I had to do a lot of research because I wanted to use direct quotes from these leaders. as Maya Angelou, Martin Luther King, W.E.B. Du Bois, Booker T. Washington, Malcolm X, I mean, so many others. 
and, and use their direct, direct quotes, you know, to, to guide Terrell's steps so he, he could get to to um the potential that that he has. So I wanted I wanted to show you know him looking to the mirror and not just seeing himself, but but seeing those around him. Because I believe myself now and many others, if we look in the mirror and think about, you know, those that, that got us, you know, where we're at, we're not by ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when I look in, when I look in the mirror and think about, you know, all I've done in life and and those who, who I have to um thank for it, it's not just me. It's my mother. It is, it's so many people at Union Pine, so many people, you know, from 1994 to 2018. You know, and, and that's so cool. And, and you know what? And, and I appreciate that. I mean, I just appreciate I can hear it in, in your heart and I, I can see it, you know, through the work that you're constantly doing. And I know your mother's proud of everything that uh, that you're getting accomplished. But just when I see this book, and here's one of the things I really want to call out, I just, at, at the top of the, uh, and, I, and again, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag for everybody that's listening and going to be able to, you know, go out and, and pick up your copy of this. But when I see Arthur Ashe on this page, and it just really, you know, it really took me back because as a young man at my age, you know, Arthur Ashe was, you know, he was the only, you know, uh, black male, you know, tennis player. And then you've got him uh, on the front front cover of this uh, and a lot of times he's lost in the sauce, if you will. Uh, you know, people forget, you know, they, you say Arthur Ashe and they kind of look at you with a, you know, kind of like, who, who is that? But again, I just want to appreciate you uh, for doing your homework uh, and seeing fit that uh, he has an opportunity to be on the cover of the book. But just what an awesome, awesome. Uh, when I saw this, I was like, this is I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, Andrew. When, when I saw this cover and then I started reading this thing, I was like, you know what? I've got to reach out. I've got to stop what I'm doing and I've got to have Andrew on this show. Number one, uh, to get the word out. Number two, to allow you to have a platform uh, to be able to, you know, so people can hear from your heart because again, we're touching, uh, we're in 50, 50 states in the United States. We've only got a couple more states to go. We'll be in everybody uh, here in the U S and we're in 20 foreign countries. So again, when it's my job, as I always tell my listeners, Andrew is my job to put the, to put the best of the best uh, that we can, whether it's here in the studio or person you know, via telephone as Andrew is doing tonight. But our job here is to make sure that we're trying to influence people. Don't get caught up in the, the title of the podcast, basketball more in the game, because it is more in the game. It's taught me a lot of things. It's, it's taught me to how uh, to coach young men like Andrew and, 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 and then my success, my reward comes in when I'm able to look back and see, uh, see a young man that, at one point in time was at the same school that I was uh, at and that, you know, through our hard work and then his hard work and then him understanding the responsibility he has as an individual, you know, he picked up the baton. Uh, he didn't let, you know, him being from Bass, North Carolina, I didn't let me being from Southern Pines, North Carolina, hold us back. We understood that, you know what, sometimes you got to get in the water and go get it. And a lot of times people want to stand on the dock and wait till their ship comes in. But, uh, you know, that's uh, neither here nor there. When it's not about Coach Goins. It's all about what Andrew is getting done. So, listen, I just want to certainly appreciate uh, you, you, we, you digging down into the, a little bit of that. Now, what we're going to do, we want to kind of um, move our attention into another phase of the podcast, which we call In the Paint. And In the Paint is where we really dig down 
find out what what's really going on, what's where where your passion is, where your heart, where you see yourself going. And this uh, part of the podcast is sponsored by Act Sports. Act Sports. Uh, so those of you that are listening and know uh, here in Augusta County, Act Sports is the largest growing uh, sports organization. So uh, actually tomorrow we'll be uh, kicking off our open gym. Uh, so if you're interested in uh, Act Sports, and again that's recreational youth uh, sports, you can go to playactsports.com and you can be able to see what registration is open currently. It's a uh, travel volleyball volleyball for young ladies and we have a co-ed basketball and also we have travel basketball and that's through act sports and we just thank them for their continued support of basketball more in the game so we're moving into this part of the podcast what we call in the paint and what we're going to talk about here a little bit andrew is talk about you know how do you balance work how do you balance your time um as an author and how do you balance family? So if you don't mind, if you don't uh, share a little bit of uh, your philosophy on those. Well, Coach, um, wow. You, you know, work, I, I guess, I'm, well, I am very fortunate that my time in, in the military is, um, you know, I kind of make my, my own schedule, so to speak. You know, so so it, it allows me, you know, to, I guess, to follow my heart in, in, in some ways. You know, and as you know, I'm from North Carolina, and um, every chance I get, you know, I get on the road and visit family, especially now that I'm back on the East Coast. Because I, I moved away in 2001, you know, to Fort Lewis, Washington. Wow. And, okay. Yeah, and and I haven't lived in North Carolina since 2001. So, you know, just being this close, you know, is very, very gratifying. And I'm grateful um, for that. And, you know, my, my passion, you know, my, um, I guess what drives me is, you know, to in, encourage and influence, you know, in, in ways that I was encouraged when I was younger. But now, being older, I, I kind of understand, like, why I didn't listen to certain things. So I'm, I'm trying to, to show these these kids in a way, you know, to, to make it resonate with them. Because a lot of times... We make, well, as a child, you know, somebody is talking to you, somebody is preaching to you, you know, they make it seem like life or death. But when in fact, you know, it, it is, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. When, I, when I was at Union Pines, Coach, you always just say what um, what you do for the next four years is going to dictate what you do for the next 40 years. And, and it didn't make any sense to me at the time. But it does because of the work ethic you know, at the very least, the work ethic that you put into practice in high school, it doesn't change overnight. You're not going to go to college. You know, you're not going to go to college you know, where, you, where you got that freedom, you know, where your parents are hovering and, and um, instantly start doing better. You know, you set things in practice. You set a standard. And that's one thing I try to tell the, the youth here, whether it's the teams uh, at my church, at, at the high school or, or wherever, you know, that you know, you really have to, to start – seeing things, you know, um, in a serious way and writing this book and learning about, about people like Arthur Ashe and Booker T. Washington and Martin Luther King and Maya Angelou, Harriet Tubman, you know, so on and so forth, you know, they, um, they didn't have the, you know, the, the freedoms we have now and they didn't have the opportunities we have now. So they saw education as life or death because they knew that it was going to it was, it was going to determine if they would be working, you know, on a plantation field or head of factory, or if they would have a job where, you know, they felt dignified, you know, or have 
have some kind of life where they felt dignified. And that's something that I try to, to um, press upon people today, you know, um, young adults and young people, you know, because as you know, us, us um, males mature a little late sometimes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, which, you know, it's not all bad because, you know, you still have time as long as you're still breathing. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly, you know, and, and that's the thing folks. And as, as Andrew, as he's rolling down through and, and he's dropping these dimes on us tonight, my heart, and again, I, I'm excited one, because you know what, it, it, that's what it's about. It's about, you know, we go to work every day. You, 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 you are trying to, you know, foster that relationship. You're trying to be there for the individuals as well. You know, not just as a coach, but as, as a man, as another black man, uh, especially when you're in the hallways of the schools and, and you see these young men and you see the potential. And, and I know potential is just a word, but you see the potential in the individual. And that's where you just maybe sometimes you you want to pull that person off to the side and giving them an encouraging word. And this and as he just eloquently put that, you know, and that's the thing is it's understanding the process It's understanding. You know, I have to I have to work hard, you know, in the classroom just as well as I do on the court because I just can't turn it on and turn it off when I walk out and I barely got my high school diploma. And then all of a sudden you think I'm just going to go ahead and be a road scholar. And I'm going to get up and go to work every day. Uh, it is a process and I certainly appreciate you. It's really, really, you know, driving, uh, driving at home. So listen, uh, we've been talking about the, uh, let me ask you this right here. So where, do, where do you see, where do you see yourself in five years? Coach, um, in five years, I see myself publishing about three more books, and um, I'm working on a movie for this book, an independent film that uh, I was very fortunate to, to film at the, the local high school and at the local courthouse here in, um, in Newport News, Virginia. But, um, yeah, I plan on making a film out of my first novel um, between now and the next three years. And with, with that, you know, the... Um, regaining you know the relationship with my my family that you know, the army has separated me for, for so long and and getting more more embedded into the fabric of north carolina because i really you know want to to give back there because i've 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 only been able to um you know have my footprint in outside states whether it was colorado washington and here here in virginia and, and then overseas, but I wasn't, I haven't been able, you know, to, to really give, give my time, my energy, you know, to um, North Carolina and, and I, and I have to, you know, because that's home and, and um, yeah, so that's where I want to, to do the most work. I understand that, you know, there's, there's no place like home. So listen, I want to, want to uh, toss this to you. Uh, so when you get, when you start working that way, uh, toward uh, your film, you definitely make sure that you, uh, let me know what you got popping, uh, and all the resources that I have, the names that I have that, you know, we can possibly uh, share and, and I can, you know, whatever I can do on my end and whatever basketball more than, uh, than the game can do for you going forward. We're here for you always. And I'm just a phone call away to make sure that uh, anything that, you know, we can, you know, because as, as it always says, you know, it's all about networking. Uh, and what we try to do is make sure that we put in, uh, you know, connecting the dots is the big thing. And that's the big thing that I've learned from some of the partners uh, that I've acquired, you know, doing this uh, podcast over the last year. So, listen, kind of want to talk a little bit about sports. I, I, and it's a sports show, so I, I got I got to ask you a couple of questions. So what's your take on LeBron going to uh, the Lakers? Uh, well, I, I think it's good for basketball, Coach. You know, um, as far as um, the, the Lakers, uh, as far as the, the championship run, 
um, as things are currently, I don't see it. You know, um, I'm not certain that that LeBron went there with championships in mind. You know, he, he definitely um, had had some other opportunities, I think. But you, you know, I mean, LeBron's one of the greatest players ever. You know, he, he's certainly not number one. You know, I'm a Michael Jordan fan. Um, true and true. Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry, you're breaking up on this, and no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, I, I tried not to to allow the, I guess, how basketball is currently played. You know, the rules. You know, to diminish um, today's athletes because obviously back then it, it was tougher. You know, the competition was tougher. Right. Um, you know, in any generation, any time LeBron would have been a great player. The Lakers, a story franchise, well, as long as um, things are going on in Golden State as, as they are now, I don't see that um, tree being cut down anytime soon. Wow. Wow. I like how you put that. That is that is excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the one and only Mr. Andrew D. Shepard. He is the author of Mirrors, and he is a former uh, graduate of Union Pines High School. He is Sergeant First Class in the United States uh, Military Station in the Commonwealth of Virginia. 19 years and six months on the grind for this great country, and we just want to, again, just thank him so much uh, for, for sharing exactly what's in his mind, what's in his heart, and his passion, and you hear it. And that's so important in today's game. Uh, and, again, not a young man. I mean, think about it. He's a young man to me because, again, I coached him back in the day, but he is a grown man. Uh, and, again, he's, he's absolutely – you know, done great things and will continue continue to do great things. So make sure I want everybody to uh, make sure that you dial this in. I want you to share it and make sure that you kick this as much as we can kick it uh, because it will be out uh, on Monday morning at 8 o'clock for everybody to hear. But we just want to uh, just celebrate uh, what this young man is getting done for not just uh, the citizens of the Commonwealth, but as you heard him say, as he continues to push that passion uh, toward South, toward North Carolina, uh, and uh, we we we're just gonna wish him, you know, Godspeed and wish him many blessings as he and know what he's gonna do. He's gonna get in more county. He's gonna light more county up uh, like no other. So I see great things coming in his way, and we just want to make sure that we partner. And if uh, if anybody hears this. And I know you will. Anybody wants to challenge, make sure you hit uh, Coach Goins up, and we'll make sure we get that information uh, to Andrew for he can, uh, can so he can continue uh, with his passion. So listen, Andrew, I'm going to kick it over to you for your final comments, uh, and then I'll be back uh, to wrap everything up. Andrew. Coach, um, well, first of all, I want to thank you for the opportunity. I mean, it, it means a lot to um, not only you know talk about myself and what I'm doing on, on your podcast, but to, to catch up, you know, um, being being away for so long, yeah, I, you, you kind of lose you know that connection with home. So I, I really appreciate that, and um, and everything we talked about, you know, it, it, it was great. It was great, and, and I I would just encourage anybody who has some questions to, to reach out to, out to me at www.pinproductions.com um, or email me directly at pinproductions at, at gmail.com. And, and um, I would love to, to communicate and I would love to come and speak, you know, to, um, I mean, any functional or, uh, or organization, you know, or group of people is, it would be my pleasure. Excellent. Excellent. You know what? So folks, you've heard it right there from none other than once again, uh, Sergeant First Class, Andrew D. Shepard, author of Mirrors. 
uh, Pen Influence Volume 1 is out and it is absolutely uh, taken over by storms. And I, I just I have to hit the tagline once again, because when I read this tagline, I just knew I was like, you know what? This is absolutely off the chart. It says voices from the past can influence the future. So, again, author is Andrew D. Shepard, and you just heard him on Basketball More in the Game. So as we start closing out, listen what it says in Jeremiah 7 and 23. Obey my voice, and I will be your God. So listen, this is Coach Goins. I got to get out of here. I got to get this gym floor cleaned up. And as we always say, make sure you give back. Make sure you help others. And as always, I will see you in the gym.